to show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Mess Podcast. And, you know, sometimes I don't even feel like I should even be introducing you. I feel like we should just open it up. That's just talking. Because See, they can like, figure out who I am, right? Don't even put my name as the guest and let's just talk. See, you're regular. <laughs> Actually, I was talking last night to uh, when I was doing uh, the So You Like Horror podcast. And after we finished, I was talking about upcoming guests to the show and uh, previous guests, like recent guests I recorded with. And my buddy goes, Oh, um, um, yeah, she's on the show all the time. What's her name? Um, <gasps> Um, she's on, she's on quite a bit, isn't she? I was like, yeah, she, she's had a good run. Like, like right now it's kind of spaced out, but at one point, you know, it was, it was almost a regular occurrence. You may as well have been my co-host at that point. So I'm not making any commitments, but I'm here for you. Hey, look, (laughs) you've, you've been there every, every time I've needed someone in there, you've come in and there've been times where I'm sitting there like. Oh man, I'm stumped for a guest. I'll get a message from you like, hey, so uh you want to record soon? Perfect. Cause I feel weird about asking people. And I ask tons of people, but there are times where I'm just like, ah, I just recorded with them, or I know they've got a lot on their plate, so I'm gonna wait until it dies down. But you'll catch I'm me always right here at that to moment. talk. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate you. How have you been? <sighs> Good man, what what was the last episode we did? Oh, about blue belts and quitting mm-hmm. and all that stuff, right? Yep, and that one's actually <sighs> still doing very well. Every time I look up, I'm like, oh, okay, that's all right, here we go. So that's awesome. It's so funny too that you say that because after doing that episode, um, you know, my husband's a brown belt and we have our own studio. So, like, what's funny now is sometimes when we are that sounded like I was trying to have a little commercial, didn't it? Brown belt studio, we'll plug in, just playing. Um, the secret ad, we'll, we'll, it works. <laughs> we'll add space. Um, we still didn't even at like officially introduce me, so I kind of love that we're still going with this. I like it. Um, <laughs> they'll, so, figure you know, it I, they'll figure it out. So after we did, I don't need any introduction. Thank you very much. <laughs> after we did that episode, um, now we talk about it a lot, even in class sometimes. Like, so we'll be talking about something and a topic will come up and, you know, my husband, will, oh, you know, a lot of times this is part of why people, you know, maybe end up leaving at this level. Or it's, it's just almost like sparked this bigger conversation, especially with some of our students too, as they come to us with stuff or you know, life happening and jobs and girlfriends and everything. So like, what's funny is it sort of just kind of created this more open dialogue with a lot of our students and friends and stuff about like, you know, hey, if life changes, like that doesn't mean you have to just quit doing jujitsu. And, you know, that was one of the things that I was kind of thinking about us talking about too, because there's been so much this past year like if i i was just thinking back to like one of the very first episodes that we did and i was like cleaning up at tournaments and i'm going to compete all the time and be top whatever ibjjf and now like the evolution of my jujitsu journey um 
you know, I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand with what we had talked about before about like why blue belts quit. I think it's almost not even that it's necessarily blue belts. It's that like when you started this sport and my husband says this a lot, you know, when you start the sport, are you prepared for if life does happen, you know, making changes or are martial arts schools, jujitsu schools, studios and dojos, are they prepared for when their students encounter, you know, life issues and making sure that they have a safe space to still feel like they can come train or making them feel like, well, if you can't come five days a week, two times a day and compete once a month, every month, then you might as well quit jujitsu. You know, like I think that that um, kind of plays a big hand in it too. So I feel like we can't just put it all off on blue belts in general. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I think that, you know, I, I've had some teammates, you know, who, you know, purple belt, brown belts, even, and, you know, definitely white belts who, you know, they're there, they're getting the reps in, and then just life takes a different turn, you know, w- whether it be they, they participate in another sport or, you know, maybe just, you know, the work life balance, you know, gets a little trickier for them. And that's just not exclusive to blue belts. It's not like once you get your blue belt, you get a promotion at work and they're like, hey, so you, you train less now or you get your blue belt. And it's like, oh, no, we're having, you know, another kid. You know, it's it's just life happens. And I know for myself, when I started, I was in that same pocket where I was like, you know, I was only training one day per week, but I was committed. I loved it. And once I was able to get more time on the mats. And, you know, my job changed. I was able to go in every day just about. And at that point, that's where I was in that mindset. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm doing this. I, nothing can stop me. And then, honestly, I was at a good point and COVID hit. And it wasn't that COVID stopped me. It, it was me during COVID that stopped me because there was that comfort. Well, we can't train. And I was training with one teammate. He and I would go to the gym. We, we, you know, we isolate ourselves off very well. He dislikes, you know, society just as much as I do. So we never went out, but we'd go out to train together. And that was kind of the only thing keeping me really going. But then once it came back time to opening the doors, schedules changed at the gym, life at home changed slightly then it became this thing of like, well, would this have happened? You know, would these changes have taken place if COVID hadn't taken place? Because it's easy for me to say, oh, well, COVID did this to me. And it's like, well, no, no. I mean, there were just other changes that took place and that disrupted. And, And, you know, that's just life. That's not exclusive to, you know, my rank as blue belt. That's just, it's life. Exactly. And I think too, that that's great how you said that it's not just about being a blue belt. I feel like part of why it feels like it's the blue belts that quit is you're still fairly new in jujitsu, right? So if you are fairly new at this sport or this activity or this thing, and then life changes, it's a little just, oh, okay, well, you know, mindset shift, whatever, you know, so I don't, I think that even if there's a purple belt that had just an insane amount of life things that happened, they might quit as well too. It just happens that, you know, we feel like, oh my God, everyone gets to blue belt, you know, and then they quit. (laughs) They don't because we have people that are purple belts, brown belts, and black belts. So (laughs) yeah. 
Well, I wonder too, because when I got my blue belt, I remember I went on um, our other podcast, Nerd Rage Radio, and I just got my blue belt. And I tend to do an episode. I, I always pop up in February, you know, Black History Month over there. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, you know, kind of a running joke over there. It's like February's here. Dante will be on. It's like <laughs> usually because my birthday is in February. So Not I have a of bunch of time off. But it's in February, Black History Month. But um, when I got promoted, I did an episode of Nerd Rage maybe the next week or the week following. But it was very soon afterward. And they saw, um, actually, I think they had mentioned it on the show before I came on because I posted on Facebook. So, you know, they mentioned it. And one of the Co- one of the hosts at the time, he was like, you know, Dante got his blue belt. You know, now he's like, this is jujitsu. Like he he's like legitimate in this now. He's in it. Yeah. And I think maybe for some people, as I think back to you know them saying that, and then thinking for some, you know, maybe it's like, okay, I got my blue belt. I've accomplished something. I, you know, I've I've ranked up. So I have the safety of saying, okay, I can leave saying that I've accomplished something in jujitsu. That's not to say that, you know, I feel like as a blue belt, we're, you know, like you said, we're still fairly new. We're still learning. So on one side of it, you could say, well, yeah, you accomplished ranking up, but at the same time, you really haven't accomplished anything. So it's this weird gray area where you're kind of in between the two where you can say, yes, again, I've ranked up. I've, I've done enough to know I might be able to, you know, protect myself on the streets but I still don't know the jujitsu, you know, like I'm in the beginning stages of knowing jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So I think when, you know, people who quit at blue, there is a safety net of saying, well, I've done something. So I, I, I've done enough. Yeah. And you know what I think too, in our community, um, who cares if someone wanted to get a blue belt and then they quit, that's great. I mean, we all, we do all know that it's this big joke, right? That we make, because obviously there are blue belts this day because we have purple belts and we have brown belts and we have black belts. So everyone's not quitting, obviously. Um, But I do think, you know, the bigger thing too, that, you know, we had talked about, which had, which has been nice to have more conversations about it, um, you know, is the, the real question about the actual, the, dojos and honestly i don't know what everyone calls it some people say dojo some people say studio some people say whatever so you know are they helping their students or are they just putting that pressure right so if you're at this school that puts all this heavy pressure on competing and all this stuff okay well so maybe it's not their fault that they quit maybe they were in an environment where they felt like they really didn't have an option because of their life you know, so what if we had more people that were more accepting in saying, oh, you're going back to school right now? Oh, you're also a mom? Oh, and you're, you know, back in the workforce now? You know what? That's okay. Train when you can. Jiu-Jitsu is not going anywhere, which is funny because, you know, we always hear a lot of times people say like, oh, Jiu-Jitsu is always going to be there for you. It's never going to go anywhere. Well, then why do we put all this pressure to make people feel like if they don't come five times a week or three times a week that they're somehow not as good at jujitsu, right? Or shouldn't be showing up anyway. I think that it has a lot to do with the culture that you're in. Um, 
and try and, you know, I feel like there's a little bit of a shift, you know, in people, or at least in the female community, the followers that I have and I communicate with, where they'll go somewhere and they'll say, you know, I don't, I don't really like this. I'm going to try this. And they find the culture that fits them, you know, instead of just feeling like I only have one opportunity for jujitsu. And even if they're a bunch of jerks, this is my only option, you know? I feel like also with, you know, like you said, it's the environment, uh, you know, when, you know, people have things that are going on, you know, at least from my experience, you know, I've seen, you know, our coaches, uh, you know, I've seen other coaches, you know, they're, they're supportive, but it's almost kind of like, you know, depending on that relationship, that connection, there's like a friendship where it's like, you know, you're there less. So then, you know, you're always welcome back, but it's like, when you come back in, you know, is there the pressure from yourself or from the team that, you know, you know, oh, look who decided to show up or, oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, um, I initially started training um, in Arnold, Maryland. We relocated the gym move. They, they got a new uh, space about three miles up the road uh, in Severna Park. And the, the area was a little tighter, I felt like. Um, now, once our gym, um, you know, we expanded and, you know, we joined Crazy 88. I started training at the Elkridge location because Crazy Crazy 88 has three locations. There's a Elkridge, Owens Mills, and Severna Park now. I started training over at Elkridge. Uh, number one, the time is convenient. I can do it on Wednesday afternoon. That's really the only time I have the train. And the evenings is tough because my wife works evenings. So trying to get out of there in time for her to get get off to work, it, it's, it's difficult. Um, so... I've been training at Oak Ridge and, you know, a few of the Severna Park guys have come over on a Wednesday morning now and they're like, oh, wow, you, you're like, do you come here often? Like, are you here like every Wednesday? I was like, yeah, yeah, this is primary for me right now is Wednesday morning. Um, they're like, oh, okay. You know, it's good to see that you're still training. And, and hearing that's very encouraging, uh, you know, from, you know, your, your other teammates that you haven't seen in probably a year. But, you know, then there's kind of like some jabs, like jokingly, like, you know, uh, you know, from the others, like, oh, you know, we were wondering what happened to you. We thought you, you know, went off and, and you know, you know, joined, uh, you know, the circus or something, you know, something goofy. And it's like, no, no, dude, I've, I've been here for the last, you know, year or so training on Wednesday mornings. And, you know, I, I wonder if some of that, too, is, you know, a matter of, you know, your own feel like for me. I then started kind of having this feeling of like, I, I don't know. I, I just felt a little indifferent with some of like the questions and jokes, but I think also a part of that for me is I don't really communicate with a lot of people, even though like on Instagram, you know, I, I have all these followers and, and I do communicate through Instagram. You know, if you message me, I do respond, um, things like that. I don't necessarily go out seeking like, conversation so when it comes to my teammates if they're not on instagram or they don't use instagram that much we don't really talk about anything we don't even like see each other they don't like they know oh he's still doing instagram thing but is he still training so um i i sometimes think that pressure comes from ourselves or you know from ourselves when oh, we're definitely. like hey um 
you know, going back, you know, you may be fully welcomed with no questions asked, but on your own side, it's like, you might feel, cause I've felt that way, you know, as I see those old teammates are coming back and it's like, what are they thinking? I think some of that too is just the nature of our sport, right? Like the pressure that we put on ourselves, you know, we can't sit here and blame every single one of our teammates for how we um, let our feelings affect us. Right. So, you know, one of the big things for me, we had talked about before was, you know, I was doing a lot of competing and I had all these goals. I think it would be funny to go back and listen to like one of our first episodes and then like, just to see that evolution of like, Oh, it doesn't have to all be about winning, you know, or it doesn't have to only be worth it. If I can only train, you know, five days a week, it's still something that you can do long-term. Not granted, that's also depending on your commitment to the sport. And if you really do love it, right. Let's be honest. Jiu-jitsu is not something that I think is for the mass community to just kind of, Oh, I mean, it's okay. I'll show up. Like you really have to enjoy, right. Like, someone dripping their sweat in your eyeball, right? Like you really have to be okay with someone smashing you or you have to be okay with some bumps and bruises and like, you know, so there is that component to it. Uh, But I do, you're totally right. A lot of it is our own pressure that we put on ourselves. You know, I, when I got my blue belt, I really, my blue belt, I can't talk. When I got my blue belt, I put a lot of pressure on myself for that first tournament because I really, I honestly did not want to go do a blue belt tournament because I had been winning at white belt and now I'm a brand new baby blue belt. I'm not stupid. I don't, you know, I know that I'm, it's going to be harder. It's a different ball game. It's a different everything. And, you know, my husband and um, one of my other coaches, they were like, you can't only do tournaments that you think you're going to win. That's, that's silly. (laughs) Like you're not going to get better if you only do the things you know you're going to succeed at, you know? So I think that you just have to have that mind shift. Like I had a teammate that actually, he said that for himself. He, so he won at white belt and when he got promoted to blue belt, you know, he was doing well at blue belt in the gym, training hard and everything. I think I overheard someone ask him if he was going to compete at blue belt. And he said, no, like he, he didn't feel comfortable. He, you know, you know, he didn't necessarily say scared, but he was kind of alluding to that. And the thing is, it's like on one note with that, in my mind, I was like, I completely respect that. I, I love mm-hmm. the fact that he in in that I kind of took a you know page from that too because I thought start thinking about it because I didn't really have a lot of interest in competing at blue belt. I don't know if it's so much about being scared as much as it was a matter of in my own mind. It's like I have this whole people pleasing thing. And it's like if I'm messing up and my coaches are like trying to coach me and and I'm still messing up. I, I then again put this pressure on myself of I'm not coachable. So I was like, you know, in my own head, I was like, you know what, I'm going to continue to train for sure. I don't know that, you know, is it that important for me to compete? You know, for the learning aspect, yes. For the personal, like, I want to compete and win. Everybody likes to win. But yeah, I think know, that's I where it definitely has to do with your, your goals. And I think that there's yeah. not a lot of 
gyms, I feel like that actually talk to their students about their individual goals. And I think that's where we could do better as a community. I'm not trying to put everything off on the coaches, you know, like, Hey, they're coaching people come in, you're a member, whatever. But I've talked to quite a few other people. Now I have to also remind myself, I'm looking at it from the lens of, well, I'm married to my coach and we are like in jujitsu for the long haul. We both like sit and watch videos. We dissect things. He'll, you know, walk me through stuff. So like, I, I obviously have this really great support system. Right. But I've talked to so many other people in the jiu-jitsu community that, that, you know, they'll ask me questions or, well, what about this? Or what about that? And, you know, but, but I don't know about when I get rank, but if I also want to do this tournament, I'm like, well, don't you talk to your coach about like where you're at and what your goals are and do you guys discuss like if competing is even something you want to do or how you should go about it? And I just feel like there's not enough conversations, um, you know, with people that are in the jujitsu community trying to figure it out, but not like communicating with their coaches. (laughs) Sure. That's something that I really enjoyed with my, uh, when I trained with Ivy league before um, it merged with 88 you know, we all after class, we sit around with the coach, we talk and, you know, whether it be jujitsu or just life period. And, and even now at 88, we do um, after our Wednesday morning class, you know, we all kind of, you know, circle up and coach kind of goes over, you know, just some philosophy and wisdom at the end of class for us. Um, and, and it's encouraging. And we you call know, it jujitsu theory at our school. <laughs> I always joke, my husband will be at the end and he'll start talking about stuff. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Jiu-Jitsu theory lesson. Lay it on me. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just happy that we we sit down and we circle up instead of like if, you know, we're all lined up and, and you know, coaches talking. You know, I'm like exhausted after getting my ass kicked the entire time. My knees are hurting. I'm like, I think there's one class a few months back. I, I, I got ragged all the entire time everyone and i remember just standing there at the end i'm like wavering back and forth and th- this was like <laughs> on, on the wednesday mornings it's like not a lot of you know upper belt so like i think i might have been one of two like i might have been the only blue belt and it might have been a purple belt there and then there's all white belts and phase belts and i'm like standing there, coming like, after wavering. You. i'm like oh no <laughs> hurry because if i fall over i'm not coming back <laughs> like I, like it's going to be a couple months before i show my face again but um, having an opportunity to sit after class and, you know, listen to, to coach and then he'll hang out after, afterwards as well, after that, even. And if you have any questions, he answers the questions. If you want to talk, just, you know, he, he's very open and I, I don't know how other gyms do it. I, I like to think that other gyms, you know, the coaches are very available, but it's just hard to say, you know, again, from my, from my stance, I know where I am again, I have that, that luxury. And then some people don't even have the, you know, they'll have it, but they don't take advantage of it. Yeah. They show up and then they leave. And again, that's, um, to me, part of your journey, you have to figure out like jujitsu, excuse me. I don't feel like jujitsu is the sport where you just like show up and leave. Now it can be, I should correct myself. It can be if you're fine with that. If you just like happen to enjoy the type of workout you get when you do jujitsu, fine. But I feel like if you want long-term success, 
you know, like with anything, you have to learn and grow, evolve. You have to start talking about your goals and stuff, you know? So it was so funny um, when we were talking about when I was going to get my blue belt, uh, you know, we, at our school, we don't sit and have conversations like, okay, what day am I going to get it? And I'm, I'm ready. Like, you know, we don't have those conversations. Obviously it's up to your coaches, black belt, like, you know, it's, there's a whole process, but we do start having the conversation a couple of months out based on your goals. Okay. Are you a person that wants to compete? Great. If you're close to getting your blue belt, do you have goals at white belt that you want to achieve first? Because if so, then maybe we wait a little bit, or do you not care about competing? And just based off your skill and technique, then sure, you're a blue belt. You know, I think it just, it, those are the conversations that are really important to have. You know, one of the things I remember talking to Professor Solace about, you know, my transition from white to blue, and I was a little nervous, but I had been doing so good. I was top 25 IBJJF white belt. And, you know, I thought I was all a little badass. Oh, I'm top 25. And he was like, so you're the best white belt. <laughs> he like, he brought me down to earth real quick. He was like, cool. So you're the best at the beginner level. <laughs> But being able to kind of have those real conversations, I think are important, you know, so then now in my jujitsu journey, I don't know why I can't say jujitsu tonight or today, probably because I was out way too late at fight to win, I'm guessing, um, which we'll talk about because that was that was some good jujitsu last night, um, you know, and then talking about where I'm at as a blue belt, like I definitely want to compete more, but I'm also back in school now. I'm pursuing a degree. I'm working. And I get this question a lot because especially, you know, so many of my followers did start following me at the beginning of my journey when I was competing a lot. So then now I'm not competing as much. So I obviously get the question consistently. When are you going to compete again? Da, da, da. Well, I had to just kind of sit back and think about it. You know, I mean, I, I'm sure I could try to show up and do some tournaments and it's not about, oh, I'm not doing it because I can't win. I can't realistically put the amount of time in to do it in a safe way, in my opinion. And when I say safe, I mean, I'm staying up late studying. We're getting up early to take the kid to school. Like I just, I, it's not realistic for me to think that I can put the time and effort just to go in and at least be able to give what needs to be given, you know, in a tournament. <laughs> so, but I think that there, again, when we're talking about the bigger picture and mindset and all of that, I mean, that's, that's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. I very easily could have said, okay, well, that was really fun at white belt. I got my blue belt. Great. I think I'm just going to quit because I'm doing school and I'm a mom and all these other things. But instead, you know what? I'm just happy to train when I can. And that's cool. I will get back to the competition, Matt. I want to do more. But right now, it's just not realistic. And that's totally fine. And that's the thing, too. Again, for you, it's just it's not available right now for you. And, you know, I think sometimes when it comes to our own jujitsu journeys as well and outside commentary on it, at the end of the day, it's like, eh, it's my journey. Don't worry about, you know, and, and this isn't to say that people have asked you, but, you know, people have like, you know, comments like, you know, oh, the blue belt quit or, you know, they're going less or they're not doing this or they're not doing it. I was like, well, don't worry about what I do. Like, yes. <laughs> my daughter, 
whenever um you know whenever you know our neighbor the little girl across the street you know says something or does something that my daughter doesn't agree with or doesn't like it's like well baby you, you worry about you you don't got to worry about her if you don't like what she's doing then okay don't worry about what she's doing like are you doing what you like to do yeah okay cool then that's what we're focusing on baby we're focusing on what you like to do and and the thing is when it comes to yes the the joke with the community is you know blue belts quit you know and i think you know part of that joke is that you know once everybody gets there that's the the rank that we see most people drop like flies faster and and it's like i wonder maybe maybe not maybe white belt we probably have more people dropping out because you get white belts trying to get the blue belt and that's not necessarily the easiest thing either so you know we we pin it all on the blue belt but we probably got a lot of white belts that are quitting more than blue belts but ultimately it's like look if it's from a stance of i care about this person and i want to help you like let's do this journey together that's one thing but if it's you know some people like to come from a judgy position and it's like eh, well you can fuck all the way off i mean look if right. i don't train one day per week i can only train one day per week you know i had um you know someone question me about you know my frequency of training it was like again I, I i've explained it but you know what also on this i don't have to explain myself to you i don't have to explain myself to anyone like if my coach asks me yes i will willingly explain that to my coach and and i have and my coach never pressures me about it he he knows when i can get in and you know he's like look i'm just happy you're here like whether it be one day per week two days per week if you're able to make more i'm happy to see you still doing jiu-jitsu and that's what should count um versus oh man that guy used to do six days a week now he's down to one eh, okay he's still like showing that. up I'm also 45. I got a bad fucking hip. <laughs> you know, like that one <laughs> day is brutal on, on, you know, if, if I could get two, maybe that'd help. But sometimes when I do that second run and that, that first run, I'm still not recovered. It's like my hip hurts like a motherfucker. So I think it's funny you said that just about, you know, not caring what other people say and stuff. So recently, um, social media, oh my gosh. Some people have been getting angry on the gram. Um, and I think it's, oh, it's you don't say it's it's funny though, because also as I evolve in my jujitsu world, you know, and, and all my content and things, looking even at the evolution of my social media and how I've changed my perspective and stuff, you know, I recently did I've been trying to do a bunch of reels and stuff, you know, I, I try not to take myself too seriously, but also I actually do social media now for work. So I work for a firm, social media strategist, like this is legitimately what I do. I'm just not one of these people that's like, I take myself seriously and everyone needs to see my entire life. Right. But I do enjoy putting out content that tries to inspire people and also trying to speak to, you know, my journey and, and all of that in jujitsu and as a female and all this stuff. And oh my gosh, lately, Dante, oh my gosh, I had someone recently. Okay. So I don't know if you saw the one reel I did. It got like 200,000. It's like blowing up. Right. And all it, all it is about 
and everyone can hear me when I say this so that there's full clarification, right? It's a clip. I'm training with one of my friends who just happens to be a male. And the clip says, you know, are you ever nervous about being the only female on the mat? You know, like in a male driven sport. And then it clips to, I don't remember the song about, um, walk around the club, fuck everybody or whatever. You know, it's this like song, right. That's pretty hot right now. And then it's a picture of McGregor, right. Walking in with his, like, I don't really care. So literally the entire piece of content was about the female experience and how, Hey, no, I'm not really intimidated. Even if I am the only female, even if there's 10 females, even if there's none, I just enjoy this sport. Right. And generally jujitsu girls are not intimidated. That was it. Oh my gosh. The people showing up in the comment section. Luckily there were a lot of females that were obviously supportive and like, Hey, this is awesome. But there's this one person and I'm just going to leave it out there. I'm not going to say their handle or anything. Cause it's, it's comical now. And the people that have shown up to also respond, I can't even remember. It was something along the lines of like, well, no woman would ever submit me. And this piece of content didn't even say anything about submitting dudes. Um, it's also literally about the female experience. So thank you, Joe, for showing up <laughs> and speaking on the female experience. And then I had someone today even that had jumped on and, um, I actually almost, almost thought about tagging you in the comment section and saying, looks like we've got some good content, but then I felt like that just might be like putting some embers on the fire a little bit. So I, I didn't do that. I just figured I would discuss it. <laughs> Since it was a new, uh, a new happening in, in my social media page. So the person came on and then it was a whole rant about how men are portrayed now as being dumb or weak or all this stuff. And I was like, um, sir, thank you for the added engagement, uh, in my comment section. This video again is only about females not being intimidated to train with men and the amount of people that showed up. It was, it was pretty sport. I mean, I would say the majority of the people were pretty supportive and I was really excited at the amount of uh, dudes that shout, dudes, BJJ dudes that showed up and said like, Hey, you know, yeah, this is great. Like jujitsu women are strong and confident and all this stuff, but then also the fair amount of them that felt the need to assure me that um, I could never submit them. And I was like, I wasn't even submitting anyone in the video. <laughs> it's always interesting when, when, you know, those cats show up because I, I always feel like Instagram, there's like this thing with Instagram where it's like, you know, there's like the bat signal, you know, it's like the ego <laughs> signal that goes out. It's like, Hey, Hey, Hey guys, a female just put up a video of her grappling with guys attack. Let's um, either sexualize it. Let's yeah. call her out and say that she's weak or let's, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> there was a, uh, it's like, so on my TikTok, I don't post on, uh, the BJJ wiki TikTok too often. And when I do, it's just stuff from the Instagram. Yeah. It's the same thing. I, I just go back and just reshare something from Instagram that I reshare. But I happen to notice th this last run of posts I did because I just did like a full dump, like eight or nine posts, like in a row. 
Okay. Um, which is probably horrible, but I was like, look, I just No, it's okay. Um, but I realized, so I would do a meme as I would do on BJJ Wiki and then a technique video. And those, all the technique videos were all female, like either competing or showing a technique. And I was like, and I'm sitting there thinking like, I'm just waiting to hear um, <laughs> someone pointing out like, happen. oh, all these videos are women. Oh, you're, you know, you're so sexist. Stop sexualizing jujitsu. It's like, I'm, I'm not sexualized. Did that happen? I, Did you get people? I don't know. So honestly, on TikTok, I it's hard for me to even figure out reading comments on TikTok. So I don't even. Oh my god, I love that you said that. Me too. People always are like, "Oh, you're on Instagram so much. What about TikTok?" I'm like, I have one. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know how to do it. I mean, I do. Okay, I shouldn't say I don't know how to do it. I do know how to do it. I just don't enjoy it. I don't. Yeah. Like Julia, I don't know if you follow her on TikTok. Man, she's got some good videos and some good stuff. And then she'll come train yeah. with me. And she'll say, oh, my gosh, did you see that TikTok I sent you? And the one I tagged you, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know where my TikTok messages are. Okay, sis, I don't know. <laughs> I just got a text from my buddy today because um, uh, I was watching this morning. I woke up and I was like, oh, I put on uh, pro wrestling. Royal Rumble was on last night and something happened. And I'm not like we're not like avid wrestling fans but you know when there's an event on we'll, we'll put it on because at the end of the day they're athletic as hell so it's, it's fun yeah. to watch it and something happened in the ring so i text my buddy's like oh shit dude da, da, da. this just happened he's like yeah i sent it to you i was like where like i didn't get anything on instagram I, in my text i didn't get anything. It was like, i sent it on tiktok i was like oh well dude i haven't been on tiktok this morning like, like, no. I, okay, so like, the funny like, thing is now I feel like I'm dating myself a little bit. I, I feel like I'm officially the old person that's like, oh, that TikTok that the kids are using those th these days. So Julia now, instead of messaging me on TikTok, she sends me links to TikTok through my Instagram or she'll text me the link because she knows I won't see it directly through TikTok. <laughs> I do that to my wife. I send her tons of links in, uh, in Facebook Messenger. I don't even text them to her. I send them on Messenger and then she'll, she'll look at them later. But she was like, I can't rewind the video. I was like, yeah, just and she was like, well, I don't have the app. I was like, oh, OK, well, that's, oh, that's why. So I have one mostly just so that if my clients need help. Although granted the majority of my clients are not on TikTok, thank God <laughs> they're using LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and all that sort of, you know, those platforms. But I do, I think it's so funny. So Julia and I, like, I really enjoy the content on Instagram and I've found great success on it. And she is on both, but man, her TikTok, like the amount of videos that she has that get like tons of views and likes and shares and comments and all this stuff. I am just in, in awe of her. And then she'll come in and we'll train. She's like, oh, we got to do this, this audio for TikTok. And I'm always like, oh, okay. Just tell me what she need me to do. Like, okay. <laughs> I've done one video. I did, it was for Instagram. Um, I looked at. Well, my coach one day I was like hey like because he he's a very animated guy like he's the kind of guy that like I just I, I don't think he has time to really engage with social media but he it's like dude you would kill on social media you, you like your personality is just just you're the guy so I says to him one day I was like do me a favor I want you to just like 
like pretend you're instructing something, but say like the crazy, like off the wall stuff. Like, and like, so basically I got the camera on me and I'm looking like I'm, I'm really like intently listening and that makes okay. like, what? Huh? And I shake my head like, no. And it's at the point where he starts like really like speeding up what he's saying and it starts getting really crazy. So it's like, but he understood what I was doing. I was like, look, I'm trying to do this video. Um, he was like, okay, okay. Like he jumped right to it. He knew. He was like, I get it. I know what you're doing. I was like, if you know what I'm doing, you do it, dude. You're great at this. But um, like when when it comes to TikTok or like in any of the other social medias, it's like I have like I'm on all the platforms. It's just I only really mm -hmm. use Instagram because it's just I mean, when BJJ Wiki started like i was doing this for someone else it was their platform they wanted me to run their website and i was like can i make an instagram i just feel more comfortable. he was like you want me to run their facebook in the in the website i was like yeah yeah i have no problem it's all right if i make an instagram because i feel a little bit more comfortable there I, i've been posting on my personal instagram he was like yeah absolutely that's why i picked you because i watch your personal instagram so yeah go ahead and it became what it is and the thing is all the other platforms it's like eh. <laughs> i mean they're there if needed mm -hmm. but um I, I think when it really comes down to it with a lot of the posts and the comments and everything whether it be TikTok or instagram especially instagram because that's where i get the most the, the most of the trolls come out on instagram um that i i don't even really engage with them and most times now because you have to follow me in order to leave me a message i'll send you like if, if you say something shitty i'm going to reply with if it's really shitty i will i'll give you the attention i'll say thanks for the follow just simply <laughs> and you know only one person is fired back at me they, they as soon as i said that i don't even remember what post it was um but i said thanks for the follow he sent me a dm he called me a cunt and said, ha, I unfollowed you now, you stupid cunt. And I sent him a smile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, okay, I bet he was so angry. I was like, I was like, what do you want out of this? Like, okay, you're angry because you didn't like the technique video. So I, I put up a video a while back of a young lady. Um, she's a, a good looking young lady. Uh, and she does a knee bar. Um, and everybody commented about the young ladies like but and they're like oh we know why you posted this it's like well she did like she did a move that i like to do number one and number two yeah she's good looking i mean yes that's gonna help yeah. you know the algorithm for so sure. you're damned if you do damned if you don't <laughs> yeah but the thing is it'd be one thing if she's not doing jujitsu she's just you know twerking <laughs> it's like right. okay maybe i'm an asshole now um but, you know, <laughs> she did a knee bar that i i've used before and i like that knee bar it you know all types of engagement did well mostly positive but there are a lot of people that had you know mm -hmm. some some really sexist comments to make now mason fowler just one other day with that same knee bar so uh -huh. i just posted that today i didn't say anything but i wanted to just like, kind of put in the caption and be like Hey, it's funny that I, did, I posted this with a female doing it, and you motherfuckers had nothing but like <laughs> negative and sexist things to say. But as soon as Mason Fowler does it, it's like, oh yeah, champ. And, and and that's not to say, you know, you know, Mason Fowler. I mean, you know, 
he he's amazing uh, uh, you know i'm a big fan but it's like it's just, just that weird thing that people like to do on social media where it's like you know let's attack especially when it's female let's attack like i'll never get submitted by a female female can never beat me but then it's like okay i think part of it is that as and, and of course i'm not speaking to every female and also i'm certainly not speaking to every um jujitsu male i've encountered i'm surrounded by some really amazing supportive male um you know, practitioners that train with me, as well as some of my followers, I actually in that same video had some really awesome, uh, you know, guys that came in and actually the great thing, and I'm sure you can attest to this, someone you have a, a pretty large uh, following that actually is engaging. Sometimes you don't even have to show up. They act like someone mm -hmm. just hurt their little brother or sister and they're like, oh, hold the phone. Right. So there were quite a few guys that, you know, had commented to this one individual who was like, oh, well, no woman would ever tap me or blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, as he's continuing to talk, I, it, it's obvious this person is a troll. He admits that he's a white belt and he's 17 and he's a, and everyone is just like, OK, like, let's connect the dots here, buddy. Um, and the one today, actually, I have to say, I know this is going to sound weird. I actually thought it was pretty productive. So the person came on and they, you know, they didn't use any foul language or anything. They were just stating their opinion um, at how, you know, men are portrayed now in the media. Right. Which also is interesting to me as someone who is in school studying media, society, culture, communications and that sort of thing. Right. So of course he doesn't know this he thinks he's about to pull one over on some little person that did some content right and i'm gonna feel bad so he, he shares his opinion about you know how men are portrayed nowadays and they look dumb and da, 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 da. And, you know of course i had to i don't even want to say fire back because i stayed very calm and you know my response was just like hey i'm really sorry at how you interpreted my piece of media this actually is speaking to the female experience. So I appreciate you showing up as a male <laughs> to tell me, you know what I mean? Like about the female experience, but also I, I think that a lot of times people, now there are definitely, there are absolutely some female uh, jujitsu fighters out there that they, that is their whole thing. Like, oh, I'm gonna, they feel like they have to prove themselves right as a female in this community. And, and let's be honest, we know why we, we know why, because there are those people out there. There are those jujitsu guys out there that have an ego and there are those jujitsu females out there that have an ego, you know, but when I post comment and I share things, it's normally just about my experience that I've had. And it's more about encouraging women to try the sport than it is saying, do the sport so that you can beat up boys. <laughs> like that's not, that's never ever my intent. And I feel like I try to go to great lengths to portray that. But every now and then I will get someone that shows up in my comments or on my page that tries to tell me that, you know, I don't know what I'm doing or, oh, they could submit me easy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not saying I could submit anyone. Maybe you could submit whatever. I'm just saying like, don't be a douche. <laughs> like, just let's just all do some jujitsu, man. <laughs> like, I think that's the thing that really kind of gets to me at times too is when you know you could post 
you know, you could put up a post, talk about self-defense, use jujitsu for self-defense, and then you'll get, you'll get one of many people, you know, the ones that'll say, well, problem God's better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or you'll get someone that says, um, what's the other one? Um, oh, well, you know, your best defense is just to have a gun. <laughs> Yeah, what's your jujitsu going to do in a gunfight? Well, I'm not going to do jujitsu if you have a gun. I'm going to run. Like, who's thinking, yeah. idiot? <laughs> that's what, like, that's what I, I, I'm going to sit down and on. pull guard on you when you, you know, come in. I've said it on here multiple times. My <laughs> cousin has always said to me, well, what would you do if I had a gun? I'm like, do you have a gun now? No, then I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> and I, <laughs> my uncle asked me that once. Like, like what would you do if I had a gun? And I, I you know, my uncle, you know, he, he'd beat my ass right there on the spot. So I was like, well, if you had a gun, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Like it's, it's, you got a gun. I'm not trying to use jujitsu. I'm not, you know, jujitsu isn't like a bulletproof vest. It's not an invisibility cloak. Jujitsu is a good tool <laughs> like to have that. in it's your pocket. <laughs> like it, it's a nice weapon to have, you know, if you're in a bad situation and jujitsu, you know, it doesn't mean like, okay, I know jujitsu. If I'm in an altercation, I'm going to go and try to, you know, throw a triangle on somebody or an arm bar. No, it, it's, you know, about knowing leverage and, and pressure and, and being able to control another person's body. If there's an altercation and I get tangled up with somebody, I like my chances in a scramble better than their yeah. chances because of what I know versus what they don't know. They're going to probably try to throw a punch. They're going to probably miss. I'm probably going to fuck them up. Or if they do connect with that punch, kudos to them. I don't know how my chin holds up. I've never been knocked out, but I'm 45. I don't know. My chin might be gone. As a female, it's kind of the same way. You know, people that talk about the self-defense aspect. I'm like, look, I don't do jujitsu so that I can get in some cat fight with someone or so that I can throw down at the bar i get in a, i i like to train jujitsu one just because i enjoy it i i genuinely enjoy the sport i like it it's fun i like the camaraderie but also like let's face it as a female chances are um statistically speaking chances are anyone that would attempt to attack me is going to be larger than me um and that's part of why i try to encourage so many women to train jujitsu is i'm like you don't have to ever compete it just would be nice to at least be aware of like Hey, what happens if someone is bigger than me and they get on top of me? Because again, statistically speaking, that is the type of attack that as females, we are trying to avoid, call it whatever you want it. So that's why I like jujitsu. If some giant person tries to mount me, I'm going to have a little bit of a defense other than just, oh no, please stop. Right. For me personally. Um, so it just, yeah, it definitely irritates me when people show up and they're like, oh, well, a, a woman would never be able to submit, submit me. Maybe she couldn't submit you, but maybe she could keep you from being a really terrible human and trying to do something you shouldn't do. Like, you know what I mean? I just, when you show up like that in the comments, I'm like, we see your true colors. Like, just, exactly. I see you. As <laughs> soon as I see a guy jump to a comment section and start kind of talking about why this wouldn't work. Like, and I used to say this, I don't say it anymore, but like a couple of times, I'm like, wow, you really sound kind of rapey right now. <laughs> if you look at, I mean, there, well, <laughs> there's a video I reposted this years ago. It was um, a young lady and her friend, an attacker. It, it looks like it was at night. Apparently, this was in, in uh, Brazil, someone that commented, I believe. 
um, an attacker comes out of nowhere and the, the friend takes off and runs. Um, Which is still smart. That's a really valid tactic. Maybe not to leave home. Yeah, he no, was right? after home, he was like, see ya. <laughs> 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 it was like, I, I, hey, I'll tell your story. <laughs> um, I was running to get but, help. <laughs> like, I was running to get help. There was no one in that direction. I know. Um, but, you know, the one that, you know, stayed behind, she ended up falling to her back and the guy's trying to get to her. And, he, yeah. and she's using her, you know, feet. You know, she's keeping that distance. And... Um, of course you get people jump in the comments. Now imagine if that guy had a gun. It's like, okay, don't mm. be that guy. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Imagine if they did have a gun, we wouldn't see this video like this. Uh, you know, but the, the fact is they didn't have a gun. And the fact is this woman used her training to keep that guy away from her. He, it got to a point where he was just he was like, Okay, I'm not gonna get past this girl's legs. And he took off running the other way. And yeah. and the thing is, it's like, again, jujitsu, you know, isn't just about being able to get somebody to the ground and submit them. It's about, you know, body awareness, space, yes. you know, distancing. There's just so many different aspects to jujitsu that's going to help you in a fight. And, you know, I, I have, uh, you know, friends in my life that I always, you know, suggest like, dude, give it a try. You know, come out and try it. And then I have other friends who say, um, like my wife's best friend, um, we, we were at their house, uh, you know, had a little bonfire going on. There's woods around the house. And we, we kept hearing stuff in the woods. It was probably a deer or something. And we're all sitting there. It's like, you know, both both sets of parents and, and you know, the three kids. And, you know, the wife goes, um, if there's somebody in the woods trying to come up on us. They picked the wrong group of people. And, and just me kind of joking. It was like, why? I'm the only one here who can fight. Um, oh, my gosh. A know. lot of times when I'm out with girlfriends and they're like, oh, we'll be fine. Paige is the blue bot. I'm like, I did not train so that I could defend your drunk ass in a bar. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's that's my whole thing. It's like, look, yeah, if, if there's a crowd coming at us, it's, like, <laughs> it's not about fighting. We better be able to run. Like, and I mean, granted, we have the kids, so you know, we got to scoop the kids up and go. You know, but this isn't like kids. the moment to, to try to sit back and fight. But also, you know, th this same friend has been, you know, quoted as saying, like, you know, you know, I can handle myself in a fight, you know, I'm scrappy. And I remember saying to this person, it was like, look, my main training partner at the time was a female, and technique, she like. I had no answers for her. She was just so much more technical to me. Now, if I decided I don't want to be technical today, I want to be spazzy and I want to be a white belt. I'm going to outmuscle her and I'm going to be inconsiderate and it's going to be not okay. And this is someone that's trained. Now, the person who's not trained saying I'm scrappy is like, okay, I'm proud of you for being scrappy, but do understand this. Someone that's trying to do you harm does not worry about you being scrappy. And, and if, you know, they are genuinely trying to hurt you, it's just going to be that. They're going to try to hurt you. Like, at least learn a little bit of something so that way your scrappiness does go somewhere. It does help you. And, I think, and it, too, just being 
like you said, body awareness and being aware, you know, I, and again, obviously I say this because I am a female jujitsu practitioner. So I would love for every single female to give it a try. But then you also hear the argument where people are like, you know, oh, it's not really that self-defense. Okay. So from a competitive jujitsu standpoint, if you're purely talking about it from a sport aspect, no. Right. But if you're talking about it from a, Hey, we should encourage more women to walk in and do jujitsu, even if we didn't call it self-defense, in my opinion, from the women's self-defense classes I took in college and growing up, I am not stabbing you with my keys. Okay. I would much prefer to know how to, like you said, keep that distance. If I get taken down to the ground, I'm not thinking about a triangle. I'm not thinking about an arm bar, but if I train jujitsu two days a week, even one day a week, every week, for a year, my reflexes and my body awareness are going to be, oh shit, I'm on my back. I need to, my feet need to go to work and I need to either keep the distance with my feet or I need to do some technical standing. I need to get up. I need to get out. You know what I mean? Those sorts of things Or even, you know, we talk a lot of times about like how to get out of a headlock, how to also not let someone get to your back because that's really just a life skill in general. Like, I don't want you behind me. I don't know what you're doing. And yeah. if I train jujitsu, not that it means that I'm never going to be attacked or that I'm never going to be in a situation where I can't win, but it means that I'm going to be a little more prepared and aware of my surroundings and what to do. I mean, hey, people take driver's ed, right, before they get their driver's license and before they can learn how to drive. So, like, why would you not want to at least expose yourself to some jujitsu, give it a try, you know, especially from a female standpoint. And it does, man, all the time. If I go out I, I, and I know that they mean well, I know that they're like proud that, oh, Paige does this and it's this cool thing, whatever. Um, but a lot of times, you know, oh, well, it's fine. We've got Paige. Those guys better not look over our way. You know, we've, we've got her here. Like, but what if you just learned how to defend yourself, sis? Like, what if you, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to get a blue belt, but like, what if you popped into a class or two and like kind of was aware of like what maybe you should do? Because I'm not always going to be there. And also, I'm not trying to protect all 10 of you a couple shots in at the bar because I'm a little blue belt. Like, no, <laughs> what? I always think about that when I'm out with my friends and I don't go out too often anymore. A big part of it is because of just, remember when I'm old, uh, I, I'm, I, I get tired fast. It's like, like, Hey, you want to go out? What time are we going out? Nine, nine PM. <laughs> like, 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 why would you go out that late? Um, are we going to like breakfast? Like, what are we doing? Like, no, no. Like we're going out, you know, like, no, fuck all that. But like, um, I remember saying this to my buddy a while back. It's like when I'm out, I'm just hyper aware. Now, I'm always like paranoid and hyper aware anyway, but now it's even more so. And, and it's kind of in this vein of I'm really aware because if some shit goes down, I'm not trying to fight. It, like, I'm going to try to get my crew together. Like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Like, because yeah. like, my first first step in any kind of self-defense thing if, if there's no physical engagement yet i'm i'm running i'm getting the fuck out of there yeah. i'm not going to physically engage unless you put your hands on myself or 
you know, my family. That's why then, it kills me when people have that argument of like, well, what are you going to do in a gunfight or a knife? I'm going to run. I'm not going to use jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to triangle you if you have a gun. Idiot. Yeah. Like, well, That's not a solid um, argument. <laughs> there's something I put up, you know, again, talk about female self-defense. And I, I can't remember. This was a while back. Like when I say a while back, because I post the frequency of how I post, it, it could have honestly been a month ago, but I feel like it was probably two months ago, three months ago. Either way, it was talking about, um, something to do with female self-defense and a lot of comments were either get a gun or get a man and Ugh. my my <laughs> whole thing is my wife works at night and my wife goes to dc she she um works with other families uh she's a newborn care specialist so she's basically you got a baby she's there to you know take care of the baby while you're sleeping and she's in in a decent area in dc so she's not like in any of the rough areas you know um but in in those instances it's like people are like you know we'll get a man you know or you know get a gun it's like you're gonna go to work with her every single day yeah <laughs> it's like yeah she has a man it's me and i'm working during the day she's working at night and it was like well you know you're not any kind of man then if she has to it's like eat a dick <laughs> like, 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 okay, buddy. Like, you know, but um, oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, the the funny thing is, and it's like, I, like, I'm like, come come over to where I am right now, like where I am in in, in Maryland. But then it's like, well, you're down in Georgia though, so I got a feeling there's there's a handful of cats, you know, in, in some of those pockets too. Some, there's some personalities down south uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um although the funny but, thing is the majority of my following is not i mean other than the females that are down here that know me personally uh the majority of my following are like across the u.s and some international so thankfully i don't have same. too many uh good old southern boys following me unless they're people i went to high school with <laughs> yeah most of my following i you know if if you're following me in maryland it's like i don't you know we don't know it you know we don't know until I'm like talking to someone like, Hey, you want to be on the podcast? Cool. So where are you located? Oh, I'm in, I'm in Maryland. Oh shit. Me too. So we're in the same time zone. All right, cool. Never mind. We, we can like record whenever, but, um, but it, it's just like, you know, that argument of like, you know, get a man or get a gun. And the thing is again, okay. So let's say they have a gun and let's say they go to the shooting range. So they know how to shoot stationary objects, things like that. Um, but let's say there's a, a scuffle and the gun gets taken away. Yeah. Oh, uh, you that, you know, now? like, you know, it's like, okay, they've lost their weapon now, you know, you know, things like that. That's not to say that's every situation, but it's like, well, no, but it's a matter of preparedness for life in general is, is what I feel like jujitsu is good for. Well, and my, my stance is honestly, I say, you know, have both have the ability yeah. to use a weapon, but also have the ability to defend yourself without one as well. You know, you shouldn't have to go to the weapon as your first resort, you know, like, you know, you know, with, with everything that's going on right now, um, just in, in our nation with, with, uh, you know, people being shot and killed. And it's like more often than not, people are jumping to use the gun first and, you know, then ask questions later. It's like, yeah, I mean, 
I feel like there's yeah. another way to address this, like maybe, yeah. you know, detain the person. But in, in for in the, in the you know, case of the female, I mean, again, you know, it's a lot different, but at least having some kind of preparedness and being able to, uh, you know, defend yourself and then just not even just that, but like being able to like having some sort of self-defense in your pocket has gives you that confidence too, of like, you know, speaking up and verbally saying, hey, back up. That's what I always explain to my wife with jujitsu. It's like, I'm going to always try to like de-escalate if I have to, or I'm going to try to exit. But I do know that I have the ability to fight if it comes down to that. Yeah. But I, and I feel like knowing that you could do it, gives you the confidence to try to remove yourself from the situation or to try to diffuse the situation. Now, granted, you and I might be different from other people. Other people might be like, yeah, I'm a Ezekiel, this dude in the bar. Um, and those are not my people and that's fine. Um, <laughs> but you know, like Same here. it just, it, it's so funny though, the amount of people that show up, you know, and I'll, again, that, you know, the growth, on social media and the things I'm trying to do and the message um, that I'm trying to be about and spread and all this. And then people that, you know, show up in the comments, although I'm at a point now in my social media journey and jujitsu journey and all that, where I'm just like, okay, Hey, Hey buddy, thank you for um, all these comments where you're raging on the female experience. You super boosted my engagement. Keep going. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to engage with you, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I also think about that, too, is like when it's social media, because like you're saying, you know, and and, and myself as well, we know people in the community. We train with people in the community Mm -hmm. and they're all wonderful people, male and female. But then suddenly when we get to social media, we run into a lot more that are like, you know, hey, wait a minute. You saw the blue belt sit quit. They're taking to social media. (laughs) It's like, all right, I'm out of here. You're weighing in. Like, I'm gonna get out of jujitsu, and you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go on social media. Jujitsu troll, just enough. (laughs) I know just just enough enough. to tell them that it doesn't work. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, that that's it's it's all goofiness and nonsense. But as, as you know, we talked about social media. Um, let's talk a little bit more about. You oh. and your social media journey. You see me getting excited. They can't see my face right now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so with um, so I mean, you've always been, I've always felt like you've been kind of a, a, a major player on social media, period. Um, like your name is there. It is it, it's it's known, people know it. BJJ Mama. I love it. it. We were at fight yeah. to win last night, and someone came up to me. And they literally said, oh, my gosh. Hey, BJJ Mama. Um, ooh, this is funny. We should see the timestamp of when we finally said BJJ Mama. Like, how long you have to listen to the episode to know who the guest is if you don't already know who I am, right? Um, yeah, like, it's totally not anything I had planned on at all. But I think that's, in a weird way, part of my success. I did not jump onto the platforms with an attempt to be anything. Um, and it was funny. We were at fight to win last night and, um, 
sometimes I forget like when people are looking at me and I never know like, oh my God, are you looking at me because I have something in my teeth? Are you looking at me because I have this like kind of a little bit unusual haircut, right? So like last night I had like a whole French braid bun, like mohawk thing going on. So I'm like, are you looking at me because of my hair or do you follow me on social media? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I always feel so awkward not knowing. Um, but yeah, I enjoy social media. I I don't even know where to start with that. It's totally snowballed into like a full-blown career now. So with you, you know, kind of just stumbling into it, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What was... Because, like you said, this wasn't anything planned. But when, when did you like realize, like, hey, wait a minute, like, I have um, a voice here. yeah. So the funny thing is, when Facebook came out years before I was even a mom or married and all this stuff, like, I kind of enjoyed, like, oh, click a photo and share it, you know, right? I didn't do a ton of the like tagging or the trying to like promote businesses and stuff. I just like used it pretty generic for personal family and friends, right? I wasn't trying to seek any sort of larger audience. So then um, we opened our jujitsu studio, not club martial arts. And I started, okay, well, if we're going to do this, like he's going to teach, I'm going to like just manage stuff in terms of like the website or well, he does a lot of the website, but the social media and the communicating with people aspect of it. Uh, so I did a little bit, I dabbled, you know, we don't, we don't get, um, a ton of new members just from our Instagram or social media platform. So it was really just making sure that we had a presence so that people could find us when they go there. So then after I had our, our daughter, I don't remember when it happened. I was, this is like how I just got sucked in and realized like, Ooh, I'm kind of, kind of good at this and I enjoy it. So we were doing a, I don't even know if you remember me posting this or if I was even following BJJ Wiki at this time. Um, I, I did tummy time at our studio where I was a new mom and I really wanted to connect with other moms, but I didn't know how. But also we had this new business that I was like, I want to try to like find some way to like make these things work together. So I created what was called this like tummy time thing. So parents would bring their children to our studio at like 10 o'clock in the morning, right? We didn't have any other regular classes there. We would put toys out and then the kids would play on the mat. So then as we were doing this activity, I was like, man, what if there was like this page that you could go to, to just find stuff to do with your kid, right? Like, I don't care about politics. I don't want people arguing about things. Like, let's just, let me just like make this for my small amount of friends, right? So I created this um, Facebook page purely for moms in Georgia to just find each other and then meet up at parks and stuff, right? Um, it got 5,000 followers in... Now, remember, this is like heyday Facebook. That's a lot then. Today, people are like, oh, well, that's like nothing, right? So, but like... 5,000 six or seven well, yeah, but I mean, you know, like seven years ago, and remember, we're talking about a very small niche market, not even just moms with kids. We're talking about like specifically in Georgia, right, to be able to have that many people that connected and were using the page. And it, it totally grew 
Georgia Moms and Munchkins. Like it became a whole name. I had wristbands and bracelets and we did meetups and businesses would reach out to me to come and do events there. Just like, hey, if she comes, then she's going to tell all those people and then they're all going to come. Right. So then that's how it started to grow. And then at some point I had to kind of pull back. I had to rein it in because I was doing an exorbitant amount of work and it wasn't really a job, but I was also a new mom and, you know, juggling stuff. So I kind of took a step back and then I still had my own personal Instagram account. And I was like, well, let me, you know, I think I'm going to really like double down on what my message is and who I'm trying to reach. And I really love jujitsu. And what if I could just try to inspire more female jujitsu athletes or just people in general to do jujitsu? I'm going to share my journey. I'm going to be pretty specific about what I'm trying to say. You know, I'm not going to tell every single detail about my life, but I'm going to at least show my life. And I feel like, um, as long as you followed me, you know what I'm trying to say. Like I, I share some, not everything. I don't take myself too seriously, but I do take what I do seriously. Um, so then that evolved, right? BJJ mama, you know, I changed the handle. It was official. I somehow managed to get this handle and it wasn't taken. So now there's all sorts of like, there's a jujitsu mom. I follow there's a jujitsu underscore BJJ mom, right? Like, but I'm, I'm the OG. I like to say, I like to consider myself <laughs> the OG. So then the BJJ mama page kind of started growing. And I just really decided probably about a year ago, I feel like we had kind of messaged when I decided to go back to school. Um, I was like, okay, things are changing. I'm, you know, so I used to have a degree in sports and recreation management, and that was my focus. I ran facilities, large um, pool, gym, events, athletic director, you know, like I was there all the time. And I, about a year ago, when our little one went back to school after homeschooling, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to reenter the workforce soon, you know, but I don't know if I want to go be in an office all the time, on a pool deck all the time, crazy hours in the summer. Like that is a job. I commend those people that are in parks and recreation. Like they, I know everyone's got their parks and rec jokes, but like they are there all the time. So I was like, how am I going to, like, what do I want to do? What do I want to be when I grow up, right? So just about a year ago, my husband came to me and he was like, well, what do you think you want to, she, the kid's going back to school. What do you want to do? <laughs> like, what are you going to do? So I decided to go back to school for communications because I wanted to really explore my, I, it, it's so cringy, but I'm trying to get over it and find my voice. Like it always feels awkward to me to say as a 34 year old mom, like, yeah, I'm a social media specialist, right? So I'm in school communications. I'm studying media, society and culture, social media's effects on you know, individuals in our society. Um, and it's just now totally turned into a career and I'm, I'm having fun with it. I now work for a company called office angels where they have clients that don't really do their social media a lot, but they know that they need it for their business. Um, so that's where I come in. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be Instagram famous on a personal level, but what I do for my clients is I teach them how to use social media. I teach them how to understand. And I know you know these things because of having such a large 
following on your platforms, teaching <laughs> your face, teaching them how to understand the insights, know what the algorithm is, understand how to do a reel and what type of content to do. Cause there's this big misconception out there where people are like, Oh, the algorithm hates me or, um, trying to hop on every shadow ban or trying to hop on every single trend or thinking that they must go viral to be successful. Right. So I come in and I try to teach people that like, that's not, let's take a step back and let's learn how to use this tool. Um, I know that was a long winded answer, but that's sort of like how I started and where I'm at. And then now, you know, just being able to do it for other people is so much fun especially because sometimes I'm going to geek out a little bit. Um, the majority of my clients, you know, I, I create their content and their stuff. Um, so people don't know that it's me like, well, like a little ghost author here. (laughs) And I think that's, I I think the ideal with that though, too, like you said, you know, there are businesses, there are companies that, you know, social media is the movement now, you know, it's Mm -hmm. been for a very long time. And there's some companies that are just like, I just don't know how to make this work. You know, I don't know how to manipulate this. And, you know, that's where someone like yourself would come in. And and I think that's very important because more and more people, you know, when you find a product, you're finding it through social media. You're finding it through a Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat. It's still considered referral based. That's what I try to explain to people. You know, the old school terminology is, oh, well, we're very like referral based business. Yeah, that's what social media is. Someone tries it and then they share your your link. They share your page. They tag your business and stuff. Like, how do we create content that is going to help other people refer your business? Like, it's just evolved, right? It's marketing evolved. A friend of mine and I, I, I truly truly appreciate him um he, he's he's a great guy and he means well um and he, he reached out to me not too long ago he goes hey would you be interested in um, running social media for a company and i told him I was like i wouldn't not be interested i would say that but you know, this is just him. He, he hadn't spoken with anyone yet. He, he was just thinking because he had seen, uh, you know, off the mats. He'd seen So You Like Horror. He, he'd seen BJJ Wiki. He was like, you know, you you have something here. He was like, and, you know, he suggested and He was like, look, I'll talk to them and, you know, you know, see what's going on on their end. And I was like, I appreciate that. I mean, look, let me let me just let you know beforehand you know, if that is a possibility, it's something I'd have to really think about as well on my own, because just because I have these accounts and they're doing what they're doing doesn't mean I know what I'm doing. Like, I, I know what I'm doing to some degree for me. Well, but that's part of your success in your niche market is what people don't understand. So they'll automatically yes. see someone with a million followers and be like, oh, that's who we want. They know everything. Well, okay, but jujitsu, like, it's very specific. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, you know, for him, you know, he saw like the following and everything on, on various mm-hmm. accounts and, you know, again, trying to explain, it's like, I'm not, you know, I wouldn't say I'm not interested by any means. It's just, you have to understand that for me, I'd have to figure out, you know, 
I, there's a lot of work that's going to go into it for me and understand that this is a learning process completely. So just because I can make this look good for jujitsu and horror movies, even and and you know, thrive there, you know, it doesn't mean that that translates over to there's a comic book shop in town that needed a social media marketer. And I'm like, dude, that could be right up my alley. But at the same time, then you have to think about comics. It's not just Marvel and DC. It's Image Comics. It's it's Boom Studios. It's Dynamite Comics. It, there's so many studios and there's so many books. There's so much promotion. So I was like, as soon as I thought about that, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to go ahead and fall back. <laughs> like that. That's that's a lot. I, I think people forget about social media. And I try to like with my clients, I try to talk about this. The best part of my job is that I, my job literally is to help them learn how to use it and enjoy it and remind them, like, I get this question all the time. Well, so do I have to dance? Well, I don't know. Is your audience a bunch of people that want to learn the latest TikTok dance? Because if it's not, then no, you don't have to dance. You don't have to do all these certain things. But that's also where, you know, we were talking about how you have a big following and you're really successful. So I almost get the opposite. A lot of times when people are like, oh, so you're like a social media strategist. Cool. Let me see your pages. And they're like, oh, well, you, you only have like 2000 followers. I'm like, let me just screenshot you that um, my insights where my reach is 314,000 people in 30 days. So I think that's where a lot of people don't completely understand how social media works. And that's where a little bit of the evolution of it has come from. You know what I mean? Like people originally, it was just sharing some pictures on Facebook and a little bit of content here and there, but now like it's a whole method for marketing. And I think that businesses are starting to finally understand that. Yeah. I, I also think too, there are still some people um, that are in this older school mindset of it as well, where it's like, again, looking at like, oh, your follow base, you know, it's not that it's, it's not that high. But like you said, the insights. But I think there's still some people even in the old school model mindset of even with insights being available and seeing it, it's like, well, no, we want to see things on surface. We want other people to be able to see us thriving as well and it's like well, i mean i get that but <laughs> because it also me, depends on your business too you know like there's i have quite a few clients who i have increased their engagement they've booked clients but i'm not trying to gain them five thousand followers so a lot of times yeah. you can have an audience and still reach them and be more successful than someone who has a massive reach or a massive following. It's about understanding your audience and your market. So, and, and that's what I was going to say. It's like, I, like I have a hundred, 101,000 followers and the reach is pretty substantial. Yeah. But the thing is, that's not consistent, but that, that, you know, there'll, there'll be some weeks where and it's all depending on what I post. Well, just because you're enjoying it. It's not a job. And that's well, also exactly. why you're successful right now in this market. And, and yeah, that's that when, you know, the ideal came about, that's part of my hesitancy because then it becomes a job. Then it becomes a question of, well, wait a minute, this post only did this much or the reach is down, you know, half a percent, you know, and it's like, well, look, ebb and flows, buddy. You know, sometimes you're going to be up. Sometimes you're going to be down. There's, um, on my so you like horror page 
I reposted um, a video of someone climbing into the attic and their friend pranked them. And when I reposted it, immediately, I want to say within the week, it was at 100,000 likes. It had like um, close to 2 million views, things like that. And I went to find the original source. And they only had like 400 like likes on it, their, their views on it. it. It wasn't. So for that, I was just in the right place at the right time. It, it wasn't even because that account that I had was, uh, you know, it, it you know, was still kind of new, still up and coming. So it's like now someone could look at that and say, oh, my God, like, look at that. Like, you know, look at those numbers over the next three months. That's great. And now those numbers are dipping down because the the. It's the, circumstantial. Uh, yeah. And, and I put up another post that did really well too. But again, that next post came up probably a month later. So again, big spikes back down. So, and, and it's not even like I'm doing anything particular in particular that's going to say, okay, I'm ready to get some more traction. So for, for me, that's why I was like, I look like I'll be happy to look into it. I just know I got a lot to learn. Um, yeah. because like for social media, for myself, again, it may look like I know what I'm doing. I, I don't, I'm just here. Like I, I post, well, I post things. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I communicate with people. I, I talk with yeah. people. I engage. I mean, I think that is a big part of it. Well, at some level, you have to enjoy that, you know. So when <clears throat> when I was thinking about going back to school and stuff and I kind of dissected like, OK, what did I really enjoy about my in-person job? Right. So I enjoyed connecting with people. I enjoyed planning things. I enjoyed like creating marketing pieces about events and programs that I had going on. So for me, social media was kind of a natural evolution of, OK, well, I can combine these things and still do them from home, which is important to me. Uh, you know, to be able to be present um, for my kid and stuff, just for me, for what I wanted. Um, so social media, it does still sometimes. So when people are like, oh, what do you do? I, I feel so awkward being like, I do social media because I think that a lot of time there's this perception that when someone says they do social media, it's because I'm trying to be um, an Instagram influencer, right? Who has a million followers. I'm like, no, actually I, um, I'm a strategist and I do some, one of the big things that I do will like, I'll work with a client and we'll create a content strategy, which is just like any other business. I mean, we sit down and I like hardcore research, like, okay, what's your market? Who's your audience? What's your goal? How are we going to reach them? How are we going to use hashtags? Let's make a calendar of exactly the type of content we're going to share, when we're going to share, why we're going to share. I mean, you know, it's, it's definitely yeah. like it's evolving. It's a, it's a whole business. I think when I there was a point with BJJ Wiki where I did go into kind of the ideal of when to post um, because the original person who wanted me, you know, doing the BJJ Wiki uh, Facebook and, and website management, when I started doing the Instagram uh, setup, I would post at 7 a.m. You know, do whatever post it was, it's going to be 7 a.m. First thing in the morning. All right, cool. Then I would do another post at around noon because I'm thinking about West Coast. It's like it's going to be about nine o'clock for them. So 
you know, it hits, you know, hits things there and then it starts kind of, you know, the, the momentum picks up mm -hmm. a little bit later for them. And then over here, it's lunchtime. So, and then my last post would be about, I want to say like six, between six and 8 PM. Mm -hmm. And again, there's, there's reasons for all those times. And, and I even mentioned to the guy, I said, the reason why I do the uh, noon post here is because of people on their lunch break or they might be taking a bathroom break and they're sitting on their phone or, you know, and then mm -hmm. I thought about that six o'clock post, same deal over there on the, you know, on the West coast now, or uh, no, I did it. It wasn't six, but it was like, it was a later post it was like, somebody might be taking another break, you know? So, yeah. It just depends on your goal too. So a lot of times, and there has also been a shift in the industry from the management side, like not stressing yourself out about, having an hourly post always at 10 or always at nine. It's just making sure that you're producing quality content that's relatable to your audience, which you definitely do a really good job of. Obviously you're posting jujitsu content and all this stuff. Um, you know, but that's kind of, it's an ebb and flow, I feel like, and it's evolving. So. Well, I think there's also the stress or, or really the, the ideal of taking the stress away from wanting to have a home run post every time out. Because oh it's my gosh, not yes. <laughs> like I, I put up a post the other day. I looked back at it. I was like, oh my God, that, that post didn't that post reach no one. But then the like and, and this is really big on TikTok too, because I'll put up a post on TikTok and it's like, well, how many people saw that post? 30. What the fuck? And then you look at the following post, it's like, how many people saw that post? 10,000. What well, I would tell you there's also strategies to fix that, but well, to be that's fair, a discussion for a whole another day. Like there actually are legitimate strategies of like liking, commenting certain things before you do other activities so that you pop up in notifications. That's my like free little nugget there for everybody. <laughs> that's a real thing. <laughs> well, like for Instagram, I, I'm more like Instagram. I'm more interested in that versus TikTok. I'm just like, eh. mm -hmm. like I'm not even going to be there anymore. I'm just going to post post and ghost. Like, uh, yes, that is that is the term. And depending on your goal, it can not matter if you post in ghost or it could I, hurt you. <laughs> I do that a lot with the Nerd Rage Radio Facebook because, again, we get a lot of trolls. And it's like, look, I'm not really trying to get into these these comic book debates with you right now or even on BJJ Wiki. I will post in kind of ghost. Like, I like you know, if I put up a uh post and you know there's a lot of positive feedback i'm going to at least give you the heart you know I'll, I'll like it they'll let you know i've circle back <laughs> um you know and, and it depends sometimes i might actually give a comment back besides a smiley face or a laugh emoji i might actually you know kind of engage a little bit i put up a post several weeks back um about suicide awareness um, I, I tend to do that a couple times a week and uh, someone, uh, the post that I put up was basically saying something to the effect of, you know, um, you know, your friends would rather hear you, uh, you talk about it than rather than hear your eulogy. And yeah. someone came in and he, he wasn't making a nasty comment. He was just was voicing his opinion. And I sent him a DM to talk to him. Because I didn't want to have the conversation on in, in the you know regular feed because right you, just you know don't it's know private which direction it's gonna go well I, I felt like it would be you know 
um, positive. I just didn't want his business out there. So um, I, I spoke with him personally, very nice young man. Um, and we became friends. We, like we, we check in on each other every, every week or two now. Um, but you know, like that, that was one example, but I took it to the DMS. There was someone else that commented and, and it was again, another positive comment. And I replied back, you know, just, you know, trying to keep the positivity going. Now someone else yeah. also came back with a shitty comment. Oh no. I did not engage with them. Did I you just, delete I, the comment or hide it? Yep. I deleted Good. the comment and I, I blocked them. It was like, get the fuck out yeah. of here. Now on jujitsu comments, when people do the, you know, will make a negative comment i leave mm -hmm. it so they can get their asses beat by the rest of the community because it's like you know what that is a tactic as well and it increases your engagement oh yeah absolutely yeah i don't ever take those down like if, if there's like you know an argument going back and forth i hop in the read just to make sure it's not getting like with like, your popcorn yeah See, well yeah no it's it, going it, down. It, there's some that I'm like, I'm entertained, but then there's some, I try to make sure that the comments don't get too out of hand. Cause oh, right. Yeah. Delete it. But most of the time, I, I think all of all have been pretty okay where it's not been personal attacks, but yeah, a lot of times I just sit there and I, I read them like in entertainment thinking, dude, this is so good for my engagement. Thanks guys. I know. That's how I thought about this one person that kept you know, commenting about a female would never. And I just, oh my gosh, the amount of people that were like, just came at him yeah, just I mean, because I didn't even say like, y'all go, go check out this comment section. They just did it. And then now yeah. it has um, close to 300,000 views on Instagram reels, which is a lot for reels. That's, I mean, that's great yeah. for me. It's great engagement. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> There's some posts I put up a couple years back and, you know, someone came in with a nasty comment and student of BJJ, Zach, he jumped oh, in. yeah, I love him. Like, like he, he's, it, like, I, I love when he jumps in because he's such a calculated and, and intelligent guy. So when he responds, you know, he's just not he blindly coming at you. Yeah, he, he's giving you some knowledge and then, yeah, he drops the mic. And I, I'm just like, in some cases, I'm like, dude, like, like give them a chance to retaliate. I need the engagement. But then other times, like, just shut him up. Like, oh my god remember so when i did that reel um forever ago with all the controversy stuff that was going on and i was playing around with making reels and i the talk to me one about i talked back because i was trying to like yeah. come at people for my online friends i feel like that's totally the vibe <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean it's just engagement on on these platforms i mean when you really you know kind of get at least for me when i get into it it's, you know, got kind of two paths. It's either a path of like letting people kind of get their frustrations out, whether it be, yeah. you know, trolls arguing or, you know, if there is something to be learned, like from a good back and forth discussion. And I see that quite often, just a good back and forth discussion. Yeah, I think that that's part of the evolution of it, too. You know, I, like when I first started, I would get so upset or I would be so heated about something. And then I had to finally realize to just take a step back, like, Hey, this is the internet. Like, I don't know yeah. these people. And also, I mean, you don't, you really don't know who's behind the keyboard. So I, I always try to at least be careful and I try to be kind and, you know, or don't engage with some things or to make an effort to disengage with others. Um, but you know, there's definitely ways of 
there's definitely different running a semi-personal account and then the business account and just the whole world of social media itself. But I feel like there's thankfully a shift in the community across most social media platforms and like a demand for realism. Like, what do you really look like? What do you really sound like? Who are you as a person? And from a business standpoint, like, you know, I try to talk to my clients a lot of times, like LinkedIn is professional, very professional. We put out our work, what we're good at. And then our Instagram is, uh, this is silly, but I use the analogy. Um, it's kind of like going to a work happy hour, right? So like we're a little looser, we're having some drinks, we're telling some semi-personal stories, but not too much, right? Not too much because we're still at work and it's professional. So I feel like that's kind of, um, so I do a lot of social media, um, LinkedIn stuff with the social media work too. So I always try to educate people and like all the platforms were used in a completely different way. I feel like TikTok is very much look at me. Instagram is very much like still a little look at me, but also like, Hey, my life and growth and, you know, connecting with people. I feel like we connect a little bit more on Instagram than we do on TikTok. And then, you know, LinkedIn is obviously professional. We've got like our business suit on. And then Facebook is still just trying to figure out what it, well, I don't know, just trying to figure it out, right? Because there's Facebook reels now. There's reposts from stuff. I forget that I have um, my Facebook linked up with my Instagram. So then I'll post something to Instagram. And then family, I only have, I probably have like 20 Facebook friends now because I just deleted everyone and it's up for like aunts and uncles, right? To see family stuff. But I'll forget and they'll be like, oh, we saw that thing on Facebook. I'm like, I, dude, I haven't posted on Facebook in a year. And then I'm like, oh, my stories share, like whatever. <laughs> that That's how my personal uh, Instagram is. I always forget. So when I go to it, it's like, oh, yeah, let me post something. It, it went from just posting just random stuff. Then it was like post like oh comic book stuff then it started becoming jujitsu stuff then once i got bjj wiki then it went to like okay i'll just post like family stuff then it just became all right this is going to be my my account to just post whatever Memes random things i see I love it. yeah I, like i just went through my phone the other day it was like dude i have all these memes i saved over the last like four years oh me too and I, I debated. I was like, okay, if I go on the if I go to my personal Instagram and dump all these memes now, how many people will unfollow me? And and then I you see because it's uh, because it's uh, private. You know, it's not something. It's like I might get some new follows. Like, no, nah, let's not do that. Yeah, let's see if I can get rid of. I, I got some cousins that I want to go away, and they won't. So it's like, let me like go ahead and post something that's gonna really make the family mad. But just they, I guess real maybe they don't really use it because they're still following. So they probably don't look. But they're sure as hell on that Facebook. Well, all right. That's that's it. It's the family. It's the auntie and uncle. They're they're on Facebook. Yeah. They want to see pictures of the kids. I forget those sometimes. And I'll post something on my Instagram and like my mother-in-law follows me on Facebook. And I'll forget that my stories are linked up. And, you know, it'll be some like fairly yeah. raunchy music or i'll be very like i i try to on my um bjj mama page walk a fine line of like politics i don't i don't really post my political opinion but i will definitely voice my opinion on like being kind to other people and like fairness and equality yeah. stuff right so sometimes i'll post some you know all sorts of things and i just forget and 
I'm like, oh, so sorry. <laughs> I forget about. I mean, I'm not that. sorry, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you didn't wake up this morning on Facebook and want to see rainbows and the F word and somebody twerking. <laughs> you don't know what I'm into in the morning. All right. <laughs> like there's sometimes I wake up and the first thing I say to myself is I'm choosing violence. Right, um, right. I always forget that my stories are connected to my my Instagram and Facebook are connected that way for yeah. my personal. So when I post things to the stories and then I, you know, if I go to Facebook like a week later, I'll see like, oh, you know, so-and-so liked your story. And I'm like, I ain't posting yeah. story. Like, and I'll see <laughs> the story. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, you weren't supposed to see that. Like, and my sister, Sometimes she's I'll always- delete specific stories from the Facebook chain. Like I'll go back and be like, oh, that was not meant for Facebook. So, and that's the thing, since I always forget, like by the time I even get to it, it's like, well, it's they out there it. now. You guys know. <laughs> Nothing it's I can do about it now. now. You guys know what I like. Uh, I, I, I like wrist locks. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is a wrist lock? Like just oh come to the family reunion. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Speaking of wrist locks, I'll make it so quick just because it was a super cool event. The fight to win. Did you see any of the like highlights or any of this? I haven't seen anything yet. I've seen like one post, but I haven't really gone through anything yet. Well, you know, I have to shout out to my girl, Alex. Oh man, she won. It was a really cool event. Um, I'm going to call out the Atlanta community. They need to show up a little bit more. There was a good amount of people there, but Man, I wanted it like when the events, I think he does Chicago, some of the other events, they're massive. So we had a good turnout and the matches were really good. Alex was awesome. Uh, Megan Batter, she's Purple Belt. I don't know if you follow her. She won her match and she was really good. There was some really good jujitsu, lots of ankle locks, <laughs> toe holds. <laughs> so I saw some uh video i think there was a question of whether it was a tapper tap or not i think i can't that, that might have been, been an earlier one that we didn't get there for most of them were judges decision or tap and there weren't a whole the, lot of like unknown. i could be mixing it up with uh ibjjf as well because i did like see uh, i think the europeans are going on right now yes. i did see a couple uh posts there so I, I, Europeans, I could... I'm living vicariously through Julia. She sends me all the videos. She like did her match, and then she um, sent us a video from like in front of the Eiffel Tower to say hi to each individual person in my family. I'm like, you are so cool. Just traveling the world, doing all this jujitsu. She sends me all the videos and her food. <laughs> I, I too live through her. It's like when she's traveling to compete. I'm like, oh, where's she going now? Like, and still doing actually... her work. I'm like, I just want to be Julia when I grow up. I like I'm 45 and I don't even know what I want to be when I grow up. But if, if I had to pick, pick, it's like Julia. Like apparently the answer is what is it? I love her um on her bio, like lawyer by day, ninja by night, or something. Yeah. She's got like a picture of a little high heel and then a picture of like a ninja face. I'm like, you're too cool. It works. <laughs> um I, but what was it? Dreads. I forget what I was gonna say. We were I, talking I was talking right so when it was good. We were talking social media. We we're talking Julia. I feel yeah, I feel like we covered so many things. I had like kind of a little yeah. note, and then we just like just we always just start talking. Well, that's how it goes. 
It's like I always have notes off to the side. Well, what about you? I didn't even yeah. ask. Oh my god, look at all your notes. So you're off the map podcast, social media. You're where are you at with your follows now? 18 or something, 14. I, I'm not sure. Um hmm. I don't even know which account I'm in right now. But but yeah, um off the mats, I mean it it's at this point, um I don't know. I don't really even tinker with it a whole lot. You know, I just do my regular posts. I don't hover around there much. I just go and do a post and go. It's still um, good though. I feel like when we I, first started, oh look, a little repost of me. I you know, I just I tagged you in this stuff just because I'm like, I don't know, who knows? Maybe if he's tired and then wanna share anything. I don't ever like tag people as a assumption that you must or as like any sort of demand. I feel like we're close enough now in our social media journey. I'm just throwing you like, hey, hey, if you wanna. Share it, feel free, if not, whatever. <laughs> I always have kind of this thing when it comes to reposting. If you if you tag me in any, anything, I will always repost it in the stories. Now, if you personally, you tag me in things, I repost to the stories without, like, without question. And then I'll <laughs> save some in the queue for like a oh, repost. Oh, you mean you don't even check? Thing. I could be all kinds of stuff and you just share it, right? Oh, I'm going to mess with yeah, you now. Like, you could just be saying, you like, <laughs> You're like, man, BJJ Wiki is some trash. I'm like, yep, repost. <laughs> <laughs> repost. BJJ Mama, repost. Don't because, even... oh, and the man. thing is, that's a double whammy, though, because it's like, oh, okay, well, look, he can laugh at himself, too. Like, meanwhile, I didn't know what the fuck she just said. Right, so then you, you're going to be the winner here. You know I wouldn't do that, but I'm just, nah. that would be funny. Well, now and, that and I know. Thing, I, like, I trust you. So that's why I'm like, okay, you know, you, you post anything, and I'm going to be like, okay, yep, I'm in. Like, I'll, I'll repost it. But more often than not with you, I also uh, save things in my queue for, uh, like, a repost on, on a regular feed. Um, like, I get a lot of people that will say, you know, I used to get people asking how much would I charge to repost. And I I don't do any charging for reposts because. And that's a tough one, too. Once you start, where do you draw the line if you just really yeah. don't? want to repost something like what you just don't want exactly to. i don't want your money like, i don't want your content <laughs> correct it's like there's sometimes i've had people ask me to repost things yeah sharing sharing most of the content though i don't have an issue with it it's just a matter of you know on the main feed i i have a queue so yeah people want things to get shared and it's like look dude i have a thousand memes yeah oh my gosh how many things do you get tagged in i'm just curious like do you open your box and it's like tagged in five thousand i've been tagged in a lot of things um and and the thing is again i'll i'll because i know it's mostly for reposts and yeah. I'll, I'll i'll go ahead and repost it there's some things it's just like i'll wait it's like look man i like because Keeping in mind too, my stories affect you as well because yeah, you know, if you go to the stories, you're like, Oh, let's see what Dante posted, and there's a hundred and fifty fucking stories to go through. You don't want to go through that. So I have to kind of make it where it's like, look, I'm going to repost this. I just have to give it some space. I need to give it a little bit of time because I don't want to flood people with 20 stories. Well, then you're gonna lose like, people because they're gonna be like, Oh my god, I don't even yeah. care about this, it's too much stuff. Exactly. It's like, you know, I might do like anywhere from five to 10 stories and it's like, okay, that's good for the day. But as soon as you start getting to that weird number, like much, much higher over 10, then it's like, okay, this dude's doing too much. Unless it's something like it, it interconnects, like 
for my horror podcast, I don't do a lot of stories, but when I do stories, it's going to be something that's relevant to um, a specific theme that I'm working on for that month. And it's only going to be like, like right now I'm working on horror by decade. So we just did the twenties. So I put up a post, talk about the twenties in horror. And in February, we're going into the thirties and that's also, I've got some things already set up, but there's only a handful of posts that are going to go there and maybe a movie trailer. So those things are very well designed for the audience. Whereas BJJ Wiki, it's like, look, it's all jujitsu, but I just have to pace it in a certain way. But there's not necessarily a plan. So, but no. Um, well, I think you're doing like, a good job. Keep it up. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Um, honestly, like seeing what you're doing, I actually do take, you, you know, some cues from like, I, I, I'm not going to. I'm not making any reels myself just yet. I've done one or two. There's a lot but... of reels where you don't have to show your face. I, know, I have a couple or of sing actually, or dance. I have a couple on uh so you like horror and um on Dude, you on... can take a meme and make it a reel. I know. I know. Have fun. I, I have a <laughs> actually I actually have uh I've I've made some reels myself. Um yeah. again, it's just um, but the way that I post, you, you never know. You just think it was, you like, know, but will, also if you, it's not your thing, you know, it's not your thing. Um, like I, like I do things like if I put my watermark on it, you know, it's me, but it's very rare. Um, but like I do more of that stuff on, so you like horror. So, but yeah, you, you like, you help me. You help me when I see your post. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Oh, so then we should tell everyone to check out at social media strategies that work. If you need more advice, tips, and tricks on how to run your social media pages for your personal or business needs, that was a good commercial. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's going to go in the show notes. And on that, note, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap it up. As always, thank you for being my guest. Thank you for making time. Um. Where can we find you? BJJ Mama. That's B J J M O M M A. BJJ Mama. And if you want to check out um, tips on social media, I started a, at social media strategies that work. I know that's a, a long one, but I'm pretty sure all of you guys can Google how to spell that phrase. So check me out. Um, and then is this where I get to do my little shout out for my little Flex Pro meals? Of course. <laughs> you know it's going in the notes. I know it has to check out uh at Flex Pro Meals. They are super awesome. And I know you've even given them a try before. Um meals delivered right to your door. Discount code BJJ Mama20. Um, I really just try to tell people, you know, they're just their meals that make your life easier. I don't have much more of a commercial for them than that, but that seems to be working, you know. <laughs> Have meals show up to your door and whether you're training jujitsu or you're just like a busy adult, it's just nice and they're good. <laughs> yes, they are. They, actually, I need to get back on it because it, it it was a lifesaver for me with just rushing out for work. I'm like, shit, I, yeah. I don't have time. Oh, grab one. Yeah, I um, feel like I made some hey. serious gains when I first started using them and now I'm in a really good groove of like, 
intuitive eating and knowing what to do. So I have some, you know, in the freezer and then I just pull them down when I need them. Like, oh man, I'm going to be training a lot this week. So I'm going to put like a few in the fridge and I'm good. Um, at least that's how I use them. So yes, well, that's see, my like, plug in. <laughs> you make some good meals too together. I just pull them out and like, like heat them up and go like you, you, you're like mixing them in with other things. Like, Oh, well, geez, that's also like, the social you know, media yeah. strategist in me. I'm like, okay, let's get some fun content. Let me throw some, I mean, it is good. I do like adding the broccoli and the extra things, but too, I like to um, have some content. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, well, on that note, we'll go ahead and make sure we put um, all your information in the show notes and Make sure people can find you. And for everybody else, as always, thank you for sharing your time. Thank you for listening. If y'all got any questions, concerns, criticisms, feel free to reach out to me. You can find me at bjj.wiki on Instagram or off the mats podcast on Instagram as well. We give a big shout out to our guests here again, Miss BJJ Mama. Um, BJJ Mama, don't don't type in Miss BJJ Mama. You can't <laughs> find her. I, I already spelled it out. Let me spell it out again. B-J-J-M-O-M-M-A. Don't listen to him. I just told you the spelling. <laughs> yes, I mess up a lot. So, yes. And, hey, I'm a spelling bee champ. So, like, don't, don't doubt. It's I just don't doubt. Mama. <laughs> True. I got, I got eliminated on my first word in the spelling bee in third grade, and I cried on stage. So, they players mess up, too. Um but uh big shout out to bjj mama um also big shout out to nerd rage radio uh chris bobby joe marilyn phil love you guys um go check them out as well go listen to the podcast they're hilarious sometimes i show up in february and um uh other shout out to my other podcast so you like horror all the words separated by underscores go find me on instagram go listen to the podcast just be my friend. Listen to my podcast. I love you guys. You guys keep listening to this show and we're going to keep making it. Thank you everyone. And bye. They probably Now let me see his song.